Hello and welcome to Dunktown, the podcast where we learn about basketball one game at a time. I'm Anastasia. And I'm Agata. And today we have an extra special returning guest from Big Grande and You're the Man Now Dog and the upcoming film Paranormal Activity Next of Kin. It's Dan Lipper. Yeah. Hey. Well, that's cool. Finally, I have a non-podcast credit. (laughs) (laughs) That's so exciting. I'm very excited for it to come out. Yes, thank you. When is that coming out? October 29th on Paramount+. Plus. The spookiest time of year. The spookiest time of year. Arguably (laughs) two days before the spookiest day of the year. Whoa. Yeah. Well, we'll definitely watch it. I'm always making Anastasia watch scary movies with me. Because I love that. Yeah, Yeah, I love them, but I don't want to watch them alone. You need company. So I just show up. Yeah. So we'll we'll add it. We'll put it at the top of our list. Thank you. If you could both watch it. But separately sep- but <laughs> like play it on a separate paramount plus app. yeah yeah or maybe okay. don't maybe i want it to do poorly so that they'll be like let's throw it in the theaters mm. is that what they do no that's never what happens <laughs> it seems unlikely <laughs> uh, we could we could just like put it on in the background like while we're doing dishes and that stuff. might yeah. be yeah keep it on repeat yeah. So people are like, oh, they really like this. And turn it up during my scenes. Maybe they get those statistics. <laughs> yeah. Right. The <laughs> volume has increased 200%. Yes. Watching your scene over and over again. Like, wow. Only this part gets the views. He's testing <laughs> very well in East Hollywood. To 35. <laughs> yeah. uh, um, it is very scary, though. Uh, so I. Uh, uh, you you do want to watch it with a friend, or if you like to be spooked alone, go ahead. But there's some good scares in there. Wow. I'm I, excited. I do like the Paranormal Activity movies. Yeah, me and too. I do remember seeing the first one in the movie theater and being very scared just driving by myself <laughs> home. Yeah. <afterwards. laughs> I was just thinking the other day of how funny it is. The idea that you could get haunted or killed in the same way as the thing you just watched. <laughs> like that's what we all believe is going to happen but the odds of that are so low mm, it's true that it's like I mean, oh a ghost just haunted these people that's going to happen to me now which is not yeah. how it works i don't think well that's well, what you say but then the ring that's i was gonna say the ring <laughs> right. yes that was the one where i was like no i watched it it's gonna happen to me too <laughs> the ring changed it all <laughs> I'm part of it. I remember my sister and I watched it and that night her she fell asleep on the couch watching TV and the cable went out so no. she woke up to the static. No. <laughs> okay, I just found out that apparently like there used to be an end to TV where they would play the American Yeah. uh the anthem? Yeah. The national anthem. I don't remember that. An end TV TV like, would stop it would playing. End. They would play the anthem and then there would be nothing. And then yeah, TV like, would be done for the night. Yeah. Back Every when network. there was like five yeah. channels, right. you know, pre-cable or whatever, they just didn't play stuff while people were sleeping. <laughs> <laughs> and, and so you would see the national anthem and then it would be color bars. It would be like the beep color bars mm-hmm. kind of thing. That's crazy. And so there are a bunch of, I think in Poltergeist or there's a bunch of other scary movies where someone fell asleep watching TV mm-hmm. and then it's like, okay, here's the national anthem. And now we all have to think about being in. American yeah. for our last thought before bedtime. <laughs> yeah. Everybody would stand in their house and take their hat off <laughs> for two minutes right after the Colgate comedy hour or whatever. <laughs> How did you learn this? I got Natalia told me, our friend oh. Natalia told me, which I, I mean, I'm the youngest person alive. So of course I don't know. I'm generation I'm the youngest alpha person alive. <laughs> yeah. I'm generation alpha. You guys wouldn't know about that, but, um, Oh my gosh. Congrats. <laughs> Thank you. It's, it's crazy though, because I'm, I'm a, a nighttime, a nighttime gal, you know, I'm watching late into the hours of the morning. Yeah. Yeah. What would you have done 40 years ago? Read, read a book or watch the bars? Probably watch the bars and <laughs> stay along. <laughs> I don't know. Watch the I bars, mean, salute the stars and bars. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Probably like get get breakfast ready for my husband and family <laughs> for the next morning. I don't know. 
Yeah, I mean, it's I it's hard to imagine, especially now with like streaming and stuff. Um, there's always something to watch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and just even imagining back in the day being like turning on the TV and there's five channels and you don't like any of the stuff that's on. Yeah, yeah. What torture that must have been. <laughs> you just watch it anyway. But yeah, you you probably don't know better. It's not like yeah. you're like, oh, I bet there's better shows that could be made. It's like these are the f- these are the things. Yeah. Right. They're also like at a certain point, you know, the shows could start saying bad words. And that was always fun. Like if you're watching like After Midnight yeah. on Comedy Central. Oh, right. You can uh, say fuck. You can <laughs> talk about titties. <laughs> <laughs> All the good stuff. Yeah. yeah. Back in the day, no one, you would turn on the TV, no one would mention titties. <laughs> The national anthem would come on, and then you would be like, "All right, I guess I'm going to sleep." Horny, absolute I don't know. torture. <laughs> How did people live? You sleep dissatisfied. I, <laughs> I remember it. I, I like to me the marking of when you could cuss on network TV is South Park did the episode where they they said shit a yeah. hundred or whatever times, and that like f- that was a big deal. Yeah, but then it opened the floodgates, and now you hear yeah. it on. On every show on on cable TV. Yeah, there's shit everywhere. Yeah, there's shit everywhere. (laughs) It's not special anymore. No. Yeah, it really takes it away. (laughs) Shit used to be just for us. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But going back to scary movies, we just watched this movie called Malignant. Oh, yeah. Have you seen this? I loved Malignant. We loved it so much. So good. Gabe, did you see it? I haven't seen it. You haven't Gabe's, seen it, Gabriel. Gabe's, Gabe. He doesn't like scary. You but like Andrea scary loves scary movies. Has she watched yeah. it? She watched it, yeah. Uh, okay. I'm never, I can never, it's like spiciness. I can't tell what your threshold is. Mm. So it's hard to say this isn't scary. But I would argue that this isn't really a scary movie. It's right. like a horror movie, but it's not like jump scares, right? Yeah. It's gory. It's like campy it's very fun i loved it loved it It was fun yeah i do like scary movies that's i i just don't like watching them all the time gabe wasn't gonna <laughs> silently sit by and be called a coward i did yeah i did i've watched a ton of horror movies and I, i've loved them you never but once peed your pants i just have to be in uh-huh. the mood uh-huh. i have to be in the mood. my wife will watch any horror movie at any time mm-hmm yeah. No matter the quality. So that's true. Yeah. yeah that's more for like the, the sick freaks out there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Gabe has to put his diaper on first. That's why. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just like everyone. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I watched Malignant and then it ended and the credits came up and not to spoil anything, but there is a voiceover in a lot of the movie, like a character who you mostly hear their voice. And it was a guy I went to college with. I didn't even realize. And I was so uh, proud and impressed, I guess. That's so cool. And then that thing happened where it was like, oh, I should hit him up. And it's like, obviously I'm being such a loser about like (laughs) status where it's like, now I'm thinking about him. (laughs) Did you call him? Uh, Yeah, I called him. I saw it was like 1 a.m. And I was like, Ray. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> great voice great voice yeah. ray um but yeah it, it's so i feel like you, you movies aren't like don't have choices anymore like when you mm-hmm. watch netflix originals not to make a broad stroke but those movies feel like they're all cut from the same cloth now and they're right. all kind of like that, that there's I feel empty sometimes when I watch them like it was just mm-hmm. something they finished quickly and that movie is so full of specific yeah. choices yeah and it's it's yeah it's it's unique in an interesting way where it, it it does feel like it kind of pays homage to to other stuff but it's so stylistically yeah like someone made choices to make it the way it's made yeah yeah and it yeah, and it doesn't rely on jump scares like most movies. Yeah, yeah. Or most scary movies that come out, which I hate that. Yeah, <laughs> like it's yeah, it's more interesting. It's cool. Definitely check it out if you haven't seen it. Yet. Highly recommend it. Can um, I can I give you all my movie of the year so far? I would put yeah. Blue Moon up there. Pig. Have you seen Pig? Oh, no, no. I want to watch that. Though. I want to see it. I couldn't recommend it more highly, but I also am like stuck. 
because what I liked so much about it is, is going into it with almost no expectation. Mm-hmm. So I don't want people to go in and be like, someone said it was really good. It better live up to it. But also, I think it was very good. I've heard a lot of people talking about how great it is. So it's fine, but everyone should see it. Yeah, what that's what we should say. It, it's fine. I kind of, I don't know if it it's a movie that can get spoiled necessarily, but it did kind of get spoiled for me a little bit recently. Pig did? Yeah. I'm sorry to hear that. Just because someone told me what it's about. Right. And I wish I didn't know what it was about. Yeah. I, I want to go into a movie with almost no knowledge. Like any knowledge yeah. to me is a spoiler. <laughs> I no, I yes. agree with that. Like yeah. I often will watch turn a trailer on and then like ten seconds in I'm like, okay, I've got enough. Like yeah. I got I have the vibe of what's going on, but I don't want to know all the plot. Yeah, they tell too much. Yeah. Um yeah. like three so, years ago, do you remember that movie La Yorana that came out? Yes. yes. I thought they had come across and another movie did this, like the perfect kind of trailer. The, the in theaters trailer was just a scene from the movie. It was like a minute and a half of a really tense scene. And I think that's what trailer should be is like, hey, mm-hmm. this is kind of the vibe. Mm-hmm. So it's not showing you the whole plot. I like that. That's yeah. the, especially for a genre movie. It was like, okay, the, I'm sufficiently scared. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a good idea. That's my rec. Or, or I love a trailer where you're just getting like flashes. Like it's just like showing you like colors and like people's faces but there's no like plot happening yeah you just kind of get the general vibe that yeah. sounds like a psychological exam that you took <laughs> <laughs> it's just shapes and colors and faces well i'm just oh god i'm trying to think of what i saw recently i don't know what movie it was for <sighs> you know this this isn't that but i remember anchorman when anchorman came out mm-hmm the trailer for Anchorman was just the first like few minutes of the movie. Really? And that was they they really didn't show anything. So I had no oh, idea what the plot of the movie yeah. was. And that was great. It was just like I remember her like sitting at the at the news desk. Right? And and it was just the scene with him like doing his like vocal warm up and uh-huh. that sort of thing. That's right. I yeah. wanna or maybe that's not the first scene of the movie, but just a scene. Mm-hmm. And yeah, and then so when I went to go see it, I think, you know, I think yeah, it's the it way to go. Surprises. It's like you see that there is a funny scene in it, so you're like, well, there must be more funny scenes. <laughs> I like that guy, but yeah. the, none of the jokes are ruined. <laughs> right? Yes, that's important. So, Pig is one of your top movies. Do you have more of the year? Yeah. <sighs> I haven't loved a, a Pig and Malignant. Malignant. those are probably my favorite polignant let me think of what else (laughs) old was probably like my best in theater movie experience of the year because it was a whole theater of people realizing they were watching potentially the worst movie they've ever seen (laughs) all together and it was like really connective in a way uh where the whole it was like unlike most theater experiences because most of the time you you know it's communal but whatever but Mm -hmm. old was like everyone being like wait a minute is this bad (laughs) wait is this really bad yeah i saw it in theaters too it was one of the only movies that i watched in theaters this year and i mean it's not good i would never tell anyone like you gotta see it it's great (laughs) but it was like i mean i feel like this I have the same vibe in all of his movies, which is just like, this is getting, this is getting too unbelievable. Yeah. (laughs) It felt like a a fever dream. There's a part of the movie, not to spoil too much, but there's a spoilers coming up. So fast forward 30 seconds. Uh if You don't want to hear it, but uh, (laughs) they get old. uh, They get old. (laughs) But there's just, everybody's freaking out. A bunch of chaotic stuff is happening. And then off camera, someone just goes, the dog's dead. And You never like see the dead dog. It just kind of happened, and it's like in the middle of it all. Man, did did anyone see Candyman? No, I haven't. No, seen it I, I really wanted it. it to be a theater experience, and then it yeah. came out like right when I wasn't comfortable in theaters again. So I'm kind of waiting f- for like a daytime showing that I think will be empty. Yeah, but I, I anticipate liking it. Is it good? Did you see it? No, I haven't. I really want to watch it. Though. Yeah, I want to see it too. We went to see um, Quiet Place too. 
Yeah, that was our mm, that in, was fun. in theater experience. And it, it was like, yeah, it was very fun. Yeah. Yeah, those movies really make you think Krasinski might be smart. <laughs> like, because they're both really well directed. Yeah. Also, I liked Quiet Place, too, because... Less of him? Well, yeah. <laughs> but also, he, you know, he wrote the second one, but he didn't write the first one. And... He took something like I felt the first one ended like I kind of was like, Mm -hmm. what could they possibly do more, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm. and then you see it and it's like it's a very different story, Yeah, but it was good. Like I enjoyed it a lot. So, yeah. And also it has my, um, you know, someday boyfriend Killian Murphy in it. Yeah, (laughs) baby. (laughs) He's He's a little lovely wife, but. You know, who knows what'll happen. <laughs> she um, can die. <laughs> they shot that in Buffalo where we shot a lot of um, uh, paranormal activity. And so there's, uh, I heard a lot of like stories about it from like the transpo people and people that worked on both movies. But since you brought up Killian Murphy, one of our drivers was like, he, he, who had driven around a lot, was also like, so a friend of mine ran into him on the streets of Buffalo and was like, hey, I'm a big fan. Could I get a picture? And he was like, well, why I have a picture? Like, why don't we just like talk for a little bit? <laughs> and so he just like talked to this woman for 20 minutes and was like, that's your memory there. Now, I don't think those were his words, but that was kind that of the idea of what he was dream. doing. Yeah. I mean, I, if I was him, I would hate it. Like, you just kind of have a 20 minute conversation with yeah. every rando. I kind of think that's better than having unflattering photos of you all over the place yeah but that's like 10 seconds you know you move on with your day yeah I, maybe and I she wonder, was hot that's a good one is yeah. your friend hot did he want to fuck her or yeah exactly like that that would yeah i i have a feeling that like he wouldn't do that with everyone yeah maybe but i he is like one of those actors that's like very artsy feeling so he he might be like we're losing connection you know oh yeah human race or whatever (laughs) yeah i mean i have been obsessed with him for as long as i can remember same i there's 28 days later was that your intro to him that was definitely mine yeah yeah so 28 days later was my intro to him but i saw this movie called intermission it's an irish film Mm. A bunch of Irish, like Cole Meany is in it, uh, Colin Farrell's in it, like ton of Irish actors in it called Intermission. It's so good and so funny. And I remember seeing it just being like obsessed with it. And like me and my friends would quote it all the time. But then after that year, I would recommend it to people and no one would watch it. <laughs> And it, then yeah. it became a running joke. Yeah, she brings it up like all the time. <laughs> I've never watched it. <laughs> I would, but only when I'm in the mood. Yeah. And now it's like gone too far. I feel like we've <laughs> yeah, been friends it's been too like, long. Yeah, it's been like eight years. <laughs> I mean, it's so it's so hurtful for your friend to bring you this thing of like this is really meaningful to me, <laughs> and to be like, I just don't care enough about you. <laughs> To, 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 to believe you. <laughs> and now I think even I'm like, is it a little too old? Because it's from right. like the early 2000s. Where it'll feel like the, the datedness of it will take away from the power. <laughs> exactly. I mean, so what do you think the anyway. odds are that Agata would like it? She would love it. Yeah. First of all, Colin Farrell... I personally Breakfast, think... Breakfast, lunch, and folk and dinner. <laughs> so if that if you like his work in his sex film... I do, yes. Then you'll love this movie. <laughs> I'm on board. Why didn't you well, mention you he was in That's it? That's the cell. <laughs> but the thing is, I feel like when he does an sex American film. accent, his movies are bad. When he does an Irish accent, his movies are good. Mm. And in this, he plays an Irish criminal which is what he should be playing and he's so hot and funny in it okay i'll watch it i'll watch it i'll watch it (laughs) you did the wrong sell that's the issue you don't see his dick though okay well no one's slobbing no movie's perfect (laughs) (laughs) you can put that up on your cell phone like just underneath the screen so you can glance at it if you want to. that's true that's true um so 
I, you know, I don't want to bring up bad memories or anything, but the last time you were on the show, we all made a horrible. Oh my gosh. Yes. (laughs) But I'm sorry about that. Oh no, no, that was my fault. It's it's it it's no one's fault. It was all in fun and games. I yes. guess me and Dan can take equal blame. <laughs> okay, I'm not letting Gabe off the hook. <laughs> I am blameless. But <laughs> but have you made any other bets? I lost since so then? much money this season. I, oh no! I was up so much going into the season, and I lost uh, pro- close to all of it. I won one nice bet. I bet. I bet, I think, I bet a Suns game early in the playoffs uh, where I was just like, I'm co- so confident I put $100 on it and I made a bunch. And the, and so then I, the, the thing with gambling is you convince yourself with one win that you are smart, <laughs> not yeah. lucky. Mm-hmm. And then you keep, you're like, well, every time I lose, it was an accident. But every time <laughs> I win, it's that I'm smart. And so you keep doing it. Right. So that was my big one, but now, yeah, I don't know what the. I mean, are we going to make a bet here today again? Are we going to try to <laughs> redeem it? Is that the idea? Agata, no, I retired off of betting. Really, from that one bet, or did you have another one? It was that one bet. Wow. I felt so guilty f- for all of you losing your money. Like, I don't care if it's my money. But, but we, yeah, we all agreed to do it. You know, you didn't do yeah, anything. Yeah, but I, I could, I, I got some glances from right. Gabe and. And Anastasia that were like, no, motherfucker. You <laughs> no. So you what if all mad. three of us were making a bet? You still wouldn't do it? I just, I was the one who chose what we right. were betting on. So I felt responsible. What if you don't get a say in what we're betting on? <laughs> I would do it. You would. Okay. So you haven't, you, you've sworn off making the decision, but maybe not fully betting. <laughs> yeah. I don't want any like resentment brewing under the surface, okay. you know? No, I thought it was fun. I mean, yeah, we lost money but it wasn't that much money i think is what helps doing like a low bet low level bets yeah um do they have betting on wnba games i'm looking it up right now they definitely have game bets i was looking to see if maybe we could find a uh like who's gonna win it all bet but it looks like they don't Mm. have those at least on the website that i'm on Mm. i'm i'm thinking maybe i'll just like cash out my 401k and put it put it all on one (laughs) What do you guys think? <laughs> I think it's a horrible idea. Um, I mean, how how deep is your 401k? How long have you been going with it? You know, it would piss your dad off. My dad would hate it. <laughs> so if you want to make your dad mad. I don't know. I haven't checked it in a while, but don't tell my dad. My dad calls me like every day to be like, we'll talk about retirement. <laughs> It's like, come on. The earth is not going to exist in yeah. 20 years. Our like, retirement or- plan is to have a gun in cash. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the human race has, you know, our days are numbered. Yeah. We should all just like learn archery or something, you know? Yeah. We should learn good, like useful skills yeah. for when the apocalypse is here. <laughs> because we've already got a commune that we've been working on. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. And it will be culty yeah um we're gonna start a cult essentially yeah and i will be the leader okay. a is the figurehead but there's a group of us who are making decisions and get sex kickbacks i was gonna say <laughs> is this gonna be like every like a sex cult like david koresh situation where you're I like i mean not initially not a lit- no. but you know that's what they that, all turn it all happens it all it always happens eventually yeah, yeah but I, you know we'll start off with like We've got garden. We're all sharing everything. Nice. We're all helping each other. It'll be the the founding idea will be for nature, right? Because mm-hmm. we're all we're all scared of you know climate change and everything. So it'll be like we're returning back to basics and mm-hmm. like giving Mother Earth what she needs or whatever. Yeah. yeah, and we'll do like a lot of ayahuasca and stuff. Oh, nice. There will be hallucinogens for yeah. sure okay because that's how you get people <laughs> right that's how you hook people into these into give it throwing away their whole lives exactly as you make them have a realization on drugs yeah, yeah. my mom then, um grew up on a kibbutz born and no raised way. Whoa. yeah and uh so we would visit you know every year so i've got the i've got the very little little inklings of, of uh of communism inside of me of uh of these co-op and uh i'll tell you what 
in the experiences I've seen, they don't last. <laughs> no, uh, we're different. <laughs> You're different. All right, great. <laughs> yeah, whatever. It might be a Jim Jones situation, but. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> but, you know, we'll last eternally in the eye of Mother Nature, <laughs> of so Mother Gaia. Who's yeah. committed so far to this plan? Just the two of you, or have you gotten more? Um, Gabe and his wife, Andrea, are going to be there. <laughs> Gabe's like, what? Um, <laughs> our friends, Natalia and Mike, want to yeah. do it. Okay. Uh, Tristan. Um, why, are you interested? we got more spaces. It's going to no, be in the desert. no. All right, well, <laughs> you're lost. I think you'll be I, into it once you, you see how cool it is yeah. and I, all the celebs. Yeah, we will get the, some celebs. Oh, so if there's some big names, I'm getting the vibe Killian that if, if things fall apart for me, I could still show up hat in hand and maybe still be welcomed. <laughs> yeah, oh, you could have sure. it as like plan B. Yeah, yeah plan B. then I'm fine D- with that. D-E- F. Um, <laughs> I don't know if a desert cult is a good idea during if you're it's a response to global warming. I would maybe not mm. move to where you can't grow things and it's going to get yeah. Maybe hotter we should go to higher ground. Yeah, a mountaintop or something. That's a good name Colorado. for a cult too. Higher ground. Higher ground. Uh, we'll make coffee <laughs> <laughs> and do pot. Yeah, and, yeah, that's yeah, the pot. Oh yeah, there you go. <laughs> we'll we'll sell coffee and pot, the two things that everyone. <laughs> You know, the non-believers need. Yeah, I think you're right about the desert part. We, yeah, we need something more self-sustaining. Yeah. That has water. Yeah. So do we want to make a bet? <laughs> well, we've got... Do you do you have any faith in e- either the Chicago Sky or the Min- Sky or Minnesota Lynx right now? The Lynx are favored in that game. So if really? you like the Sky, then mm-hmm. uh, you, get, you get not bad odds on that. I do like the sky. I think I actually, in my bracket, I have them winning really? because the only reason why the sky are in a lower seed is because they had injuries early in the year. And now those injured players are back and their starting lineup is stacked. Wow. For the sky. Well, I mean, 25 bucks wins you 40 if the sky win. Guys. Hmm. <laughs> I don't want to decide, but I'm I'll in. do it. I, I mean, I, I'm, I'm, I'm in. I like this cell. I know nothing about these teams, but uh, <laughs> like, I, I think the Lynx did well this season, and they are seated higher. But right. I really think it was only because Candace Parker and um, Steph Dolson had injuries earlier this year, and th- so they didn't play a bunch of games. It's hard to bet against Candace Parker. Yeah, right? Mm-hmm. She's great. Yeah. Uh, from yeah. what I've seen, which is very She's little. amazing. But. I say let's do it. Okay. I'm in. All right. What, 20 bucks a person? 25? We did 25, 25. last time. Let's just last do time? it again. All right. Yeah. There we go. 100 on the sky. Wow. Yes. <laughs> and if you win, it's 400? Uh, No, no, no. <laughs> 25 gets you 40. So 25 gets you 40. So 100 gets us 165 ish. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm logged okay. in. Yeah, let me okay. make sure I'm, I'm not bad making at the wrong bet here. Head, obviously, me too. Chicago <laughs> Sky money line. Yeah, that's what we like, right? The sky to win. Yep. Mm-hmm. Straight up. All right, it's in. So by the time people hear this episode, they'll know the result of yeah, this game. They'll have heard this Some whole conversation like, been yeah. screaming like, "Don't fucking <laughs> don't do it! Do it! Stop <laughs> idiots!" <laughs> These Don't are the same know. people that had so much yeah. faith in the Portland Trailblazers. <laughs> is that who we bet on? No, we bet on the, the heat. heat. The Heat, yes, the Heat. <laughs> That's why the Heat were one of those teams that made me so much money and then lost me a bunch after because I had too much faith. Man. Yeah. Uh, all right. Should have abandoned ship. Uh, oh, I just saw the score to the Mercury game. Are you trying to avoid that? Oh, no. What? What is it? The Mercury are winning by 10 with four minutes left in the fourth, yeah. in the second quarter. Sorry. Nice. No offense to the Seattle Storm. I think they're great, but I'm from Phoenix. Got to cheer for the Mercury. And, you know. Is Tarasi back here? Oh, good question. Uh, she has been playing this game. Oh, she's, wow. Okay. She's played 10 minutes so far. Great. Man, if we win this bet, that's going to be, I feel like that'll feel great. Yeah. I know, well, I know it yes. well, but especially as like a redemption bet. Yeah. yeah. Right. And then Agata sure. will, that's all she'll do with her money after this. <laughs> she'll get so hyped on betting. Yeah. Then I, we will start pulling out the 401k. I don't, you know, <laughs> I don't have it in me to be like, you know, doing it all the time. I would just get so anxious. Yeah. And just sad yeah. every time I lose. Yeah. It, it, 
I definitely like started to get a little depressed and had to stop betting because it was like this sucks to lose this many in a row. Yeah, <laughs> you really sorry start losing we're forcing faith. you back into it. I, I will jump in anytime. <laughs> <laughs> um. So let's talk. So as of the day of recording, obviously recording on Sunday because the Mercury Storm game is on, but um, we've only watched the Thursday first round of the WNBA playoffs. So those two games were the Chicago sky um, versus the Dallas wings and the Phoenix Mercury versus the New York Liberty. I watched both games, but man, that, that Mercury Liberty game was so good. Yeah. And Gabe is a big Liberty fan. I'm sorry, Gabe. It's okay. It's hard uh, to watch. It was it was hard to watch, but it only made me love them more. So I'm I'm hyped for next year. I also heard a um, stat that the is it the Liberty or is it the Wings? Well, both of those teams have a very low average age on the team. Yeah, they're both super young, and I feel like the Liberty is going to yeah, like next year they're really going to go wild. Yeah, I think that they were say, at some point in the game. I learned that information too that the Liberty was a younger team. Yeah, so let's, that's Gabe's team. Let's talk young about Gabe. your young Gabe. <laughs> let's talk about your background with the WNBA at all, if you have one. Almost non-existent. Yeah, I don't. I've, I've never watched a ton of it. Um, so that's. I feel like I if I talk more, I'll be like less embarrassed at the. Uh, <laughs> That fact, but that's just kind of the <laughs> the reality. But you're doing it now. Yeah, yeah I'm doing so, it now. So we ran into each other at a party, and you thanks for the invite. You were invited. <laughs> you just didn't come. <laughs> so I think that's a sincere thanks for the invite. <laughs> yeah, thank you, Kevin, for inviting me. <laughs> I did not go. Sorry. That was but, funny. That was the first. Uh, that was uh, Kevin who produces um, Big Hollywood Grande's Handbook. podcast and Hollywood oh, Handbook. Yeah. And it, yeah. it was the first party I've been to that was like a who's who of podcast production. <laughs> <laughs> that is really funny because I my friend Andy Neese, um was also there, and he, I asked him who like who all do you think is going to be there because I was kind of feeling um like social anxiety yeah mm-hmm. and i was like i don't i don't want to show up and you know if i show up before andy i'm not gonna know anyone and he was like it's literally every podcast producer <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh, and then i was so excited to see you and john too so it was like oh great i do know lots of people in this community i had major fomo did it you was, yeah it was nice it was i i was like you anastasia like a little anxious about because I've barely done a lot of social stuff with like people I'm super close with. Yeah. So yeah, I was same. anxious about doing like an outdoor bar night with like potentially a lot of strangers or acquaintances. Right. Uh, and then it ended up as these things usually do, it may, being like a little bit enlivening and, and like I left with a lot of energy and it was it was fun to chat and catch up with some people. Yeah. I had the same issue, which is why I was like, I'm not going. Yeah. <laughs> I'm scared. I uh, Yeah. I also like, I have been very cautious like i haven't been around crowds like right. hardly at all so i just got nervous yeah and i, I mean, was like i don't know what i'm walking into but then she was like it was great it was fun there were so many fun people there yeah but i you know i get it because i think what made me end up going was i just was like i want that feeling again I want yeah. that like excitement for being social again. Yeah. And I like Kevin and I liked my friend Andy. So why not? And then I did leave very pumped up too. I was like, I'm going to be so social this year. <laughs> <laughs> How many times have you not been out since First then? of yeah. many parties. <laughs> that was the last party. I yeah. I've, I've seen your Instagram stories. You're at raves all the time now. I'm like, where, where even is this? These happen. <laughs> oh man what is your i mean it's anxiety so it's not rational but in your head what is like the worst case scenario of that type of thing other than obviously getting covid uh right right is it like you'll say something stupid or you'll feel left out or kind of both yeah like Mm -hmm. saying something stupid 
is actually something I do on a regular basis. So that's not that <laughs> irrational. Yeah, <laughs> <I> don't. <laughs> but I feel like my anxiety comes from like thinking about being in a social situation and I'm, I say something to like include myself in the conversation and everyone just looks at me. <laughs> that has happened to me. I have been to mm-hmm. many parties where, yeah, where I don't know someone and I like start chatting with someone and they like, are just like, They're like no, no, don't speak to me, which I feel like is maybe an LA thing, but, but like, yeah, I mean, it's not every time. Right. Yeah. And also, I don't really want to talk to those people anyways. And like, this was such a fun group of, I met new people at Kevin's party Yeah, who were just like immediately, like we had like inside jokes immediately. Oh, we wow. were just Good like, job. you know, having fun and, and vibing. So I don't know. Yeah. I, I feel like if somebody talks to me at a party, like even if I have no idea who they are, I'm going to like talk back to them and be nice to them. Yeah, but exactly. a lot right. of people, I think maybe their own social anxiety, yeah. they're like, oh no, a stranger is talking to me and I don't know what to do or say. So I'm just going to be weird. Yeah. Yeah. You feel <laughs> like you get like a frequent brush off or like a, a silent return to I, things you say? Yeah. I mean... I wouldn't say frequent, but the fact that it happens ever is enough yeah. for me to be like, oh, this is this is what's going to happen when I try the next time. That yeah. gets stuck in your head. Yeah. Yeah. Do you have a specific anxiety that keeps you from Zeph? Um, from think, social situations? I think my biggest anxiety is I will end up in a conversation that I don't know how to end. Mm, yeah, uh, <laughs> and I will politely talk about nothing with someone else who is also anxiously not know how to end it, and I'll leave feeling like I think I would have rather just played video games. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, that's definitely happened to me yeah. before. Yeah, so. I, um, that's a big one, and I think I do have this. The, you know, the UCB green room is a relatively good training ground for like learning how to small talk with people because you'll be. <laughs> backstage with like all sorts of different people coming and going friends acquaintances people you're just meeting and whatever and like before a show you'll have to kill time or whatever and i think that is where i learned like the value in being secure enough in not having to talk if i don't want to yeah and also that like if something is important to me or if i find someone else to be interesting like if i find their view on the if i like make an effort to find their view on the world to be interesting then it's hard to miss you know what i mean the thing i don't like is this like non-stop it it feels like up here like your forehead like this talking that is just you're not really saying anything but (laughs) words are coming out for 30 minutes back and forth that Mm -hmm. i really do not like and so i've like learned how to avoid that for myself to be able to make it through an interaction yeah did that make any sense Definitely. And, and yeah, I definitely relate to that. Have been in that situation before. And also like you talk an hour a week for an audience of people now, like in in some sort of way that must have trained you. For sure. Well, and I think because we both, you know, did improv in the past too. And it's, that does teach you how to like move things along, you know what I mean? Or end things if you need to. So but I also like I wouldn't describe us as shy at all like no. in a situation no. like we're not going to be like but that's how I battle silent. my social anxiety actually I, I know it sounds weird because I think people think of socially anxious people as shy but how I do it is I try to to like just jump in there and like not overthink it yeah, yeah. just pick one person and talk to them and ask them questions yeah, yeah. and I even when it's like this needs to end. I need to just not think it, overthink it and just be like, okay, well, it was nice talking right. to you. You know, like, right. I, or like, I'm getting another drink. Do and you, then, yeah, I need to pee or like, oh, I see my friend. You know, you just like find a yeah. reason to get out. Yeah. And that's, it, that takes practice though. Yeah. You know? It's not something that's like, you need the polite wrap it up signal. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've told this story before, I think on a podcast, but um, I was at my friend Brad's wedding and uh, we have this, his family has a family friend who I like, I also know cause I was friends with his son. His name's Lenny and he's, you know, in his fifties, sixties, whatever. He's like an adult man. Uh, and we were chatting at Brad's wedding, kind of this type of small talk thing. And then he just went like, 
all right, I'm going to go mingle. And he just ended the conversation and left. And I was like, damn, Lenny, I felt a little big timed. And I felt like a little bit like, no, I'm the one that should be ending the conversation here. <laughs> but it made me feel like, oh, you can just say that. That's right. You can just yeah. be like, all right, I am leaving you to go talk to somebody else now. And it's not like a judgment on your existence. It's literally what right. we came here to do. Right. Exactly. Yeah. So we were at this party and we we chatted a little bit about basketball and you said um, you essentially asked about the WNBA and I was kind of telling you like who to watch or whatever. Right. And then I was like, I need to jump on this and pull you into my podcast (laughs) (laughs) and force you to have this conversation on the podcast because I do think a lot of our listeners don't know where to begin with the WNBA and they're just not in the habit of watching it. And so they just don't. Yeah. Well, they're interested, but they don't know what, where to start. Yeah. yeah. Even as I started the game, I was like half checked out because you don't know the storylines. You don't know which yes. players to root for. Mm-hmm. And then like in this one, when Cunningham came in, in the third quarter and started like just fucking rocking it, it was like, oh, I'm immediately now rooting for her specifically because of her energy and and yes. and like style and it get, and the game got exciting and closer. And so I just I, needed that like hook to, to be in it. I think we have a highlight of Cunningham. Just she just like started uh, knocking down threes like crazy um, in the second half. Up by one. Cunningham again. Out to Cunningham in the corner, and then she yells in the face. Yeah, I love that. The technical foul called on Cunningham for this. Look at her yelling in Wickham's face. <laughs> her her whole demeanor was so badass in this game. Once she got got on fire, she just was. You could see her her like body language. She was just like, "I own this." Court. Yeah, and even like her, like her hair is that like I don't know if it's dyed, but it's that like bright platinum. So like yeah. there is this just kind of like immediate like center of attention kind of vibe of like, I'm here to take over. Yeah. And she, and her hair is crazy long too, yeah, which I'm always is. like, how do you play yeah. with hair that long and not have it like in a braid or something? Like whip you in the face. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then they did that. What well, I thought it was, what do you think about them interviewing the players instead of the coaches between quarters? I kind of love it. Yeah. Um, because yeah, the, in the NBA, they interview the coaches, the coaches, very rarely have something interesting to say. They and a lot of coaches notoriously hate it, like right. Pop. But here with the WNBA, they'll show snippets of the coach sort of mic'd up in a huddle, but they interview the players during the timeouts or yeah, between the quarters. And I think I get so much more into the game that way because you're kind of seeing what's going on in a player's head mid game. Yeah. Like hearing her Cunningham be like, that's what I'm in the game for. Like, that's what I'm on the team for. I'm the, I come in for the energy. I come into like, it, it was interesting to immediately hear that. That was even her perspective of like her role on the team, mm-hmm, which right. kind of surprised me. But I kind of feel like they should be getting a break. <laughs> I, I felt that way a little bit too, is like, you'd want to be, it's hard not to constantly be like, see it, through the lens of the NBA and be comparing and wondering and stuff. And so in my mind, I was like, is it that NBA players have way more power and they can just tell them like, no, we're not going to do interviews. We want a break. And, Probably. and the, the WNBA players have to kind of like the, kind of do whatever they can to be like, no, we are like interesting human stories that we have to get people engaged with. So the players have to do that. Or I don't know. I was just, I mean, it does seem like the WNBA tries to sell the players so much more because they do want you to get into it. Right. You know, mm-hmm. and, but you'll also see like the LA sparks, their big selling point is that Derek Fisher is the coach. And mm-hmm. I think that's the entirely wrong way to go about it because I don't give a shit about Derek Fisher. Yeah. If I'm being honest. <laughs> Fuck no. him. Yeah, really fuck him. I Get really fuck. don't like Derek him. Derek Fucker. <laughs> yeah, Derek Fucker. That's his name. 
<laughs> well, it's like it, it's such a miss because it's like, okay, so he's the coach. If I am a Derek Fisher fan, what does that do for me? Yeah, I'm not going right? to watch him. You're not seeing him coach throughout the game. You can't actively learn what that means. So there's no, I don't like. Even though I like whatever Popovich, I'm not turning on a Spurs game to see Popovich. Right. Yeah. Um, just watching him yell the whole time with his grumpy face. <laughs> yeah. So the Mercury were kind of like at a little bit of a disadvantage. D- Diana Taurasi was out for this game. And even though they had home court advantage for being in a higher seed, they weren't allowed to play in their home court. They were in Grand Canyon University, which sucks. Yeah. What was the story with that? I don't know. And I was trying to look it up to see like, because all they said is their home court is occupied, which it's the same arena where the um, Suns play. Mm-hmm. But that sucks. Yeah. Talking <laughs> like, stick resort and casino arena or whatever yeah. it's called now. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's it got a suck. weird name now. I don't. E- I don't even know what it is. The Footprint Center. Oh, really? What? Yeah. <laughs> they just center. can't stick with one name. I feel like Mm-mm. that's been the most named arena in the NBA. Probably. I like Talking Stick, but Footprint. <laughs> it will always be America West Arena <laughs> yeah, to me same. because that's what I grew up with. Mm. But oh, you're from Arizona too, yeah, right? Yeah, from Tucson. Yeah. It looks like Disney on Ice is starting there in a couple uh, days, so maybe they're getting set up for that. Oh, no wonder. That's why. They got bumped for Disney on Ice. So, pretty much, I would say Sophie Cunningham kind of won this game because Diana Taurasi was out. Um, both Skylar Diggins-Smith and um, Brittany Griner were kind of like having off games. Um, even though, I mean, they were doing great, but the Liberty kept coming back and like taking the lead. And so... When Sophie Cunningham went off, like that kind of won the game. But at the very end, let's look at this. Um, with five seconds to go, Benijah Laney on the Liberty uh, went to hit a three. And let's let's look at this clip. Does have a timeout, but they're not going to take it. Laney, Damn. So she ties up the game, game. with 2.7 seconds left. Yeah. Wow. Great shot. She Benijah Laney is so good. And yeah. she's a player actually with a great story because she got waived off of two teams. Oh, really? Yeah. And and with the the kind of running story with the WNBAs, there's just not enough teams and not enough spots on teams. So great players will get kicked off of teams and then have these crazy comeback stories because it's like they're really good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know? And that's, I think that's her with the Liberty. She's gonna, like, next year with Sabrina Ionescu, Benajah Laney, and um, their rookie, Onyamwere, they're going to just have a very bright future. Uh, yeah, that stat was so sad that they showed that they were the of uh, one of the three teams. I think they were the team with the most finals appearances and no wins. Yep. <laughs> so it made you immediately endeared to their story. Yeah. But yeah, she like la- she also Laney had I didn't notice till the end of the game she had 25 points cuz it was like so it felt kind of quieter. It was just yeah. a lot of like good drives to the basket and uh like quick points like the Cunningham thing was so like fiery yes. and surprising but hers was kind of like a whole game performance. Right. Plus, you know, with Cunningham the whole arena would explode because it's a home game. Yeah. And and the Mercury actually have really loyal fans. So a lot of fans come out um, to watch them. But then when Benajah Laney would do this like amazing play, it would just be like quiet in the arena. Yeah. Too. <laughs> she had like an incredible, I think it was her that like reverse layup. Yeah. Oh, uh, that was very cool. But I also watching that stat or watching that clip, Right after Tarasi is like yelling at Griner, she's like, get up on that three. But I rewatched it and I was like, I think they guarded that about as well as they could. And it was just a really good shot. Yeah. Also, Tarasi is like such a yeller. Oh, really? <laughs> I mean, it's good because it motivates yeah. the rest of the team, you know. But I think like sometimes, you know, she's yelling in the other players faces and it's like they're they're okay. They're, yeah. you know, just stay the course. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, 
but that was a close game. It was very fun. It to was watch. really fun. That foul, I, that was a brutal foul at the end. I would hate to lose that way. Yeah. Also, the Mercury player that got fouled. I mean, it was so tense because it was tied up. She has two free throws. She misses the first one, but it's like the worst kind of miss where it circles in and then goes out. Mm-hmm. And then the second one goes in and everyone went wild. But yeah, that was... That was... I was doing all this math in my head too because I had DVR'd it. And the, when the fourth quarter started, there was an hour left in the DVR, which in my mind is like, oh, that's overtime. That, yeah. It's not going to be an hour-long quarter. And then, so when it got to that point and she started shooting the free throws, the look in her eyes, I was like, oh, she's missing these. She looked... <laughs> To she me, I don't know her, but her eyes to me looked terrified. Yeah, um, 100%. and so when she missed the first, I was like, "Oh, for, for sure, overtime." Yeah. Well, it was an exciting game, and uh, do we have the Mercury score now? It's okay. still halftime. Thirty-five, uh, thirty-two. Okay. Seattle is a, a comeback. Wow. Because the Mercury okay. were up ten when we checked in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, so Seattle Storm. They're good. They're so good. That's Sue Bird's team. and But one of their mm. um, star players, Brianna Stewart, is out with an injury. So we'll see what happens. Also, you know, not in the world of the WNBA. There was some fun stuff that happened this week. Such as uh, Jordan Clarkson was interviewed by a reporter who didn't know who he was. Uh, <laughs> in Utah. Let's see it. Mike, now you spell your first and last name. Um, spell it. Uh, Jordan Clarkson. J-O-R-D-A-N-C-L-A-R-K-S-O-N. Oh, uh, did you go to any jazz games? Yeah, a lot. <laughs> <laughs> what? What? Who is that? She posted on her Twitter. She was like, oh, my God, I think we just interviewed Jordan Clarkson and I didn't know who he oh, was. Oh, man. <laughs> That's so embarrassing for her. Oh, yikes. And it's a story about the jazz, too. <laughs> <laughs> to spell your name. That's like the classic, like, oh, I know your name, but spell it. Jordan Clarkson <laughs> tweeted, um, I just... I'm glad I actually spelled it right. Laughing emoji. <laughs> okay. We have to see Iman Schumper on Dancing with the Stars. Oh my God. It's iconic. He's so good. It looks really difficult. I'm so impressed. Ugh, I cut, he cut off right before yeah. he did his like shimmy, his little body rolls. Yeah. <laughs> um, great job, great yeah. job, great job. I, great job. He I mean, win. that fade music video is like the sexiest music video of all time. He doesn't really dance in it, but yeah. it made me think like, okay, he's probably going to be a good dancer, <laughs> <laughs> even that, though right. the video is his wife being a good dancer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I and also he's still like in very good shape, so of course he can do those like very those the footwork. Yeah, I'm like I would be wheezing, I would die. He makes oh, it yeah. look easy, yeah. but I know that's not easy. Yeah, he is like he, he has great personality in the mm-hmm. dance. Yeah, because they picked like a very they they like choreographed it in a very I can't name decades, but it feels like 1920s or something like that. Yeah, and he's like owning the personality of it. I yeah. can't wait for it. I've never watched Dancing with the Stars, but this is like, am I going to tune in for him now? I know. I kind of want to watch. <laughs> I'll just watch the clips on Twitter. Yeah, that's probably much <laughs> yeah. smarter. <laughs> uh, all right. And we've also got a video of Nikola Jokic talking about his love for horses. <laughs> I, I like the smell of them. I like the, especially <laughs> the best feeling ever is when, when you, uh, when you, when you feed them and that, uh, that uh, sound of how they're eating. In the stable is probably the best best sound you can ever you can ever uh, hear. So, we just something that uh, I think the horseman can can uh, can just feel it. Cute. He called himself a horseman. A yeah. horseman. <laughs> I, oh, he's a real I horse girl kind of guy. I need to see him riding a horse because <laughs> he uh, can't get on it. He has to be in the little carriage behind it. Yeah, it, it seems so scary. 
to be I I had to no spoilers, but for this paranormal activity movie, I had to interact with a horse, mm. and it was the horse yeah, ghost. I, I am terrified. Horse ghost. No spoilers, <laughs> but it's <laughs> the original title was paranormal activity horse ghosts. <laughs> I find being tall and being on a horse to be so scary because they also had to get a huge horse, right? Yeah. Like to fit a tall person. So you're yeah, he very... is in the cart behind it. Oh my yeah. god! No, he's too big to be on a horse. But I bet he could find a giant horse, like a Clydesdale <laughs> or something. <laughs> I thought I mean... the whole thing with horses is you're not supposed to be behind them. But I guess if it kicked, it wouldn't. Well, this is a whole sport called what is it, Gabe? It's like chariot racing, a chariot horse. Yeah. Um, so I don't know why I asked Gabe, um, but <laughs> Gabe knows everything, but it's Gabe is in- <laughs> editing this f- from a, on a horse right now. He's engineering <laughs> the whole thing, but, um, it's really popular in Europe, but it's weird. And I think it actually causes more accidents because obviously if the chariot wheel breaks or whatever, mm-hmm. you know, that could be bad. That's scary. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I love that he's like, I love the sound of the horse eating. <laughs> yeah, he's so sweet. I, I read Aww. someone had tweeted this op-ed he wrote like in 2016 when he got the, uh, but this year when he got the all-star, someone yeah. tweeted it. And it's just him talking about like growing up uh, in his hometown and how basketball like uh, the importance of it. And, and it was just kind of a nice description of like the space and the place and what how they would play when they were growing up. And it was very like, whimsical and and it made me it was really endearing uh and it it felt it like really put me it reminded me going back to the kibbutz of like that vibe of like being just kind of having like full free days and just being out on a farm walking around and just doing whatever you wanted it was very sweet oh cute that's what we'll sell for our commune yeah (laughs) you should see Uh. if yokich will do it Oh, that'd be he'd be one of the celebs. We could get a stable. <laughs> All right, let's move on to our next segment. So each week we highlight our favorite comments made by the members of our Cutie Nation Discord. It's our cutie comment of the week. This Whoa, week- <laughs> lots of claps in that one. <laughs> this week's comment is from LinkedIn Bio. Uh, this is after the Mercury Liberty game. Uh, they said, hope they had barn insurance because that sure was a barn burner. (laughs) (laughs) It was a barn burner. Um, Yeah, I hope everyone who has a barn has barn insurance, by the way. (laughs) Any barn can be burned up. After the Mercury one, they showed um, LaChina Robinson and Pam Ward who were calling the game. And the crowd behind them was going bananas. They were like screaming at the players left on the court, like trying to get into the camera, like showing their Mercury shirts and stuff. (laughs) It was wild. Amazing. It must feel like because it's like not as uh, ubiquitous as the NBA that you feel like you're like you. It's what fandom really feels like is like you have ownership of this thing that not everybody is like latched on to yet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like you're I think aware that's of probably this true. thing. Yeah. Um, if you want to be eligible for cutie comment of the week, you can join our Patreon, patreon.com slash dunktown and get access to our cutie nation discord. It's fun. It's great. We have a lot of, we have a lot of good jokes in there. We have a great time. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, thank you, Dan, for returning back. Um, we, love having you here you can come back anytime you want yeah happily <laughs> just say Let's, the word we'll, we'll do a bet about another bet yeah yeah we'll <laughs> do a bet every time you're on i mean i don't want to invite myself on too soon but i feel like we should at least discuss over email a preseason nba bet that we can follow through oh, the season like I like a that. team over under or an mvp or a championship yeah. contender this is a great idea. Well, I love I'll, it. I'll, I'll look at some odds and I'll send them to y'all. Yeah. Sounds send good. us options. All right. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, thank you. And thanks to all of our cutie listeners for coming on this journey with us. As always, we love you. Love you. Bye. 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 For more Dunktown content, check out our Patreon. It's patreon.com slash Dunktown. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Dunktown Podcast. I'm on Twitter at echo underscore mint and on Instagram at Agata Monica. Anastasia is on both at Anastasia Vigo. Check out our website, dunk.town. If you like the show, please write us a five-star review on iTunes or wherever you listen. 
We always really appreciate those. We have t-shirts, stickers, hoodies, and more available for sale at dunk.town slash store. Thank you to Andrea Tomingas for the Dunktown design. And thank you to Andrew Bear for our original music for the show. Sources and references from this episode can be found in the episode description. 